should I just jump into it? <gasps> you can. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's because I'm a little delusional. This man is married and has a child. Be nice. I say this story as if it's funny. It's not funny. Blah, 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 blah. Show you, Alexander. Boom. What's up, party people? Welcome to another episode of Here's My Number. Today's episode is sponsored by a new card game called It's Kind of a Fun Story, which is honestly perfect for Liv and I as we always ask each other, so what do you want to talk about? And this game is honestly the answer to all of that. So It's Kind of a Fun Story is a party game that gets the conversation going and flowing um, a good way to get to know your friends better and deeper. So head over to It's Kind of a Fun Stories Instagram and get your own. Yeah. Uh, that, um, you just rhymed something, flowing, flowing and going. Flowing and going. <laughs> I love that. We graduated college. Um, I know, Okay, right? so Leah and I aren't together, so I'm going to read the questions, but normally what you would do is um, – go around the table and there's different rules but since it's only the two of us we're just going to give you a sample of the cues are you ready leah hit me um okay that one's and a bold also, one to start with i just want to say this is just like games we have time for so it is so you guys love should, that should feel like pros who would be more likely to walk out of a blind date based on appearances alone me or you me Yes. <laughs> if you were an office supply, what would you be and why? Mm, what would I be? I don't know. What would you be? You answer first this time. Um, I have thought about this. I've been thinking about this since we hopped on. And I would be a stapler because I hold everybody together. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> you oh want to know what I think you would be? What? I think you I think you would be a highlighter since you're so peppy and positive all the time. <laughs> oh my god, you really thought about that. I Hell know. Yeah. It's, I'm going It's a good that. question. Mm-hmm. Um Who is more likely to read a conspiracy theory and believe it? <laughs> you. Me. <laughs> and I stand by it, bitches. Always. Who would accidentally pop a bottle of champagne in their face. I think it could be either of us, but if I had to put money on it, I think it would be you. <laughs> you just picked all of those just so it would no, have to be me. Some of the other ones, some of the other ones would involve us telling really long stories, so I tried to uh, avoid that. Um, but are, is there more? Yeah, I have two more. Do you want? Oh me my to god! Do? Wait, this is fun. Oh my yeah. god, keep it going. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. What is a past situation that still makes you cringe? Uh, mm. But th- these are hard. I know. Um, mine is the story that I'm about to tell after we finish this game. I was just, I was just about to say, can I use mine too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want to know the answer to that, stay tuned. We're going to tell mm-hmm. it right after we finish this game. <laughs> Last one I thought was I picked... Um, have you ever had an experience with the supernatural? Now that I'm saying it, I'm picturing the creepy story, but what I, what I was going to do was, that was not on purpose, um, when we both got our cards read. That's what I was thinking in my Yes. Head. And my, my, and my story the other day. 
I know, but I didn't know if you wanted to tell it. It's scary. I mean, you know. No, it's not. I mean, I'm going to sound like a psychopath and no one will believe me, but like. Maybe. Maybe let's leave Yeah, it let's not do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. It sounds scary. Um, it's but not scary. But Lee and I both got our cards read the other day. And um, spot fucking on. Like, I've always been so skeptical towards all those things. And let me confirm, it was real. If you guys need the number to a nice little lady that will read your cards, we got you. Yeah, thanks, Jody. Um, she basically told me when I got my cards read, she was like, you are you have started something with one of your good friends and you guys are about to fight so as soon as we hung up I called Leah and I was like we're about to fight we need to talk about it (laughs) no but just like clarify because I feel like so many people are skeptical and they're like oh she probably just like researched you online like we didn't give our names we just were like Olivia Leah like two separate people she like told me things that no one else would know. Like, she told me things about my sex life. Again, no one would know that. I haven't put that online. Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, Yeah, she just said, like, my finances, things about my parents. Like, I'm like, this lady knows. Mm-hmm. She knows. So, mm-hmm. again, 10 out of 10 would recommend. And look at this card game. It's kind of a fun story. Starting the conversation in such an authentic way. Yeah, totally. Wow. Imagine Props being at a party guys. and getting to tell that tell everybody that you got your cards read. It's fun. Yeah. Wow. Then you can weed you can weed out the non-believers and lame people and you know who you want to be friends with. Not the losers. Not the losers. Okay. So, um <laughs> if you have been following along for the last couple of episodes, well since the beginning, yeah, there you if you have, we appreciate you and we love you so much. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, if you listened to our first episode ever, like ever, the first one, number one, Unero one, Unero, Uno, Uno one, <laughs> number one. Wow. It is just not going today. Anyways, I told you guys about a story at the Super Bowl. Where I met this group of guys, gave a certain human my number, whatever, it was chill, nothing happened. Well, fast forward a couple months, I meet a new friend from New York, she's moving to Miami, whatever, we're like best buds, get along so well. And she was like, okay, um, let's go grab drinks tomorrow with my roommate. And I was like, hell yeah, more girlfriends. Like, we need this. Like, I love just meeting new people, my vibe. Then um, she texted me that night. She's like, oh, wait, um, change of plans. We are actually going to go out with my roommate's boyfriend. And I was like, let's roll. Let's make it happen. Whatever, more friends. Anyways... We show up to this party, dinner, whatever it is, and the guy, how many people are in Miami? What did I tell you? A lot of fucking people. A lot of people are in Miami. (laughs) Out of all of these people, sorry I'm yelling, out of all of these people, what are the fucking odds that the two of the three guys from the fucking Super Bowl in that fucking suite are the people at this table? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Like, I just do not get it. Anyways, it's really not that exciting because... It's kind of a fun story. It is kind of a fun story. 
Um, but it was super low key. It wasn't even awkward. I, for one second, I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna die. But it was chill. His girlfriend was there. She's adorable. I love her. I love that whole group. And do I regret giving out my number and shooting my shot? No. Better not. It's the name of the damn fucking podcast. (laughs) I know. I feel like that story almost started it. It did. That Mm -hmm. story is the name that everyone knows and loves. So. All right. Full circle kind of moment. (laughs) Um, Okay. My turn. Mine is <laughs> fast, my turn. fasten your fucking seatbelts, everybody. Here we go. So if you listen to the last episode, um, we were talking about the do's and da- don'ts of dating apps. And we talk about not having someone over to your apartment if they're a catfish. So if you want to hear that story, go listen to the episode before this. If you already did, you know who I'm talking about. Anyway, so I'm on a date on Saturday and... This guy is cool. He's definitely just a friend. But he was like, we're talking about all these crazy COVID dating stories. I feel like COVID did a lot of weird shit in the dating world. And I was Uh like, I got catfish, blah, blah, telling the story. And he's like, wait a minute. Um, I know somebody else that this happened to. She was telling me about it the other day. And she's like, what's this guy's name? Say the name. He's like no fucking way like no way I can't they know each other and I can't tell you how they know each other because it'll give it away um and I know the creepy guy is gonna listen to this podcast Um, so to clarify creepy guy who you hooked up with mm -hmm. and guy you're now on a coffee date with Mm -hmm. know each other know each other and he goes Whatever. So I'm already mind blown that he knows two girls that this guy has catfished and hooked up with. And then he goes, and to make things a little bit more um, spicy, he didn't say that, but (laughs) whatever. (laughs) He didn't say spicy, but to make things more spicy, this man is married and has a child. And... I say this story as if it's funny. It's not funny. Um, So me being my psycho ass self tried to follow this guy on Instagram to let him know that I know. know? I just want to say not psycho, just demanding your respect and being like, I know you're a fucking psycho. But like, I don't even feel like it's my respect. Like, I want to respect. I don't know. It's like, how? How dare you? Anyway, so I just wanted to say, speaking of small worlds and full circle moments, imagine that you that podcast came out on Wednesday and then I met somebody about who knows that dude in New York City. That's what I said to that's what I said to the guy too. And I was like, yeah, and what are the odds that we're even talking about that on the date? I said to the creepy dude, I was like, New York's not as small as you fucking thought it was, huh? Like, no, ew. I know. So, he was, the moral of both of those fucking stories is that the world is fucking tiny, be nice, and shoot your shot. <laughs> Unless you have a wife and a kid. Then don't yeah. shoot. Then don't do it. Then Just keep don't. your fucking... Ugh. Keep your dick in your <laughs> pants. <laughs> keep your sausage... <laughs> in your pants 
I don't oh. want to be part of that. <sighs> you know, I really feel like um, these bedroom podcast sessions, like when you're like, whatever, we're back, not in a studio. We're both in our bedrooms. They're just like hitting different. We're both in weird moods, I feel like. I know, right? Because I'm a little delusional. <laughs> like, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way, right? Wow, those are two good stories. And also, like, again, insane. Like, what What are the odds? What are the odds? I just don't, I just don't get I it. I just don't like it. I like I your story. Like, I like I your story. I kind of, it's, like, cute. It's, like, really full circle. Like, ooh, now we can be friends. Yeah, yours is super cute. We love that for you. I know, right? And again, I also just want to say a little lesson for my weekend. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. If you just like joke around and be like nice, it's not awkward. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, any last thoughts or uh No. I don't know what the other word is, concerns. Nope. Let's roll, baby. Okay. Okay. So last week we put on our Instagram, if you don't follow us, please go follow us. Um, and like and subscribe. <laughs> um, I feel like laughing? we just don't, because I feel like we don't say that enough and people aren't liking or subscribing and then you have to. I know. Um, Actually, if you are one of the people listening, this is a service announcement specifically <laughs> to you. Go like, subscribe, share, tell all your friends to do it because our socials aren't living up to our podcast, you feel? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is just the sad reality of our digital world today. So, so thank go you. Go with the program. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, so we put on our so- our social. I would never call it that. That's a Leah term. We put on our Instagram and we said, do you want an episode about loneliness or do's and don'ts? And it was so close that we figured we might as well just do both. So today we're going to talk a little bit about loneliness and the time that we have left and um, how that plays into the dating world. Are you mm-hmm. ready? Okay, so if you have listened to podcasts before or you know me, you know how much I am obsessed with Brene Brown and everything she brings into the world. Um, And I also warned all of you that you would hear me talk about her so much. So I was listening to her podcast the other day about loneliness and everything she was saying was just hitting different for me. Um, And so she talks about three different kinds of loneliness, and I think we can all probably relate to at least one of them. So the first kind of loneliness is intimate or emotional loneliness, meaning you lack a partner or maybe family members that you feel comfortable with. The second is relational or social, meaning a friend group or specific friends that you love and spend time with on a regular basis. The third is collective loneliness, and this is a tricky one and I feel like a lot of people um lack that especially after graduating college but a community that shares similar interests with you so I think about like my swim team I think about you working at Nike or where like me working at where I work so I just think um people if you lack that sort of community you start to feel alone especially Mm -hmm. in big cities I would Mm -hmm. say Yep. Um, do you and I? Uh, do you want to say your story, like your Miami bit now, or do you want to save it till the end? I feel like 
No, goes, I guess... I mean, I guess I can start. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I mentioned it on one of the episodes before, but, like, right... Again, right when I moved to Miami, I literally did not know a fucking soul, and it was, like, soul-crushing. <laughs> because I moved from New York where, like, all my closest friends were, like all like my roommates like everything was just like such a happy family and I had like finally found all those kinds of community Mm -hmm. um and then when I moved to Miami what was hard about it was that everything was taken away like I didn't have a community I didn't have a boyfriend or family close to me I didn't really have any friends and I feel like that's why I was kind of like um I literally fell into, like, anything I could fall into. Like, I was, like, like that guy I was seeing, like, that that wasn't healthy. It was just, like, mm-hmm. I needed some sort of, like, love and attention and not to feel lonely that I was, like, oh, uh, uh, this is what I need to go towards. Mm-hmm. Even though now that I have, like, a full community here, now that I have friends, now that I have all the opposite, instead of – because I, I – I mean, I guess we can get into that. I feel like loneliness can – be a negative thing or a positive thing and I feel like by the end of this when I realized that it was unhealthy I actually started using loneliness as like a tool because I was like mm-hmm. it can grow you in such amazing ways like again when I lived in New York I just had like the safety net of all you guys mm-hmm. but when I was in Miami I was like okay gotta make it work like gotta be be comfortable like going out to a bar and getting drinks alone I live by myself and like now I'm like over living by myself but when I think about it I'm like honestly no regrets like at one point in my life I know I want to live by myself and now I've like done it you know Mm -hmm. so I think it's really like acknowledging that you're lonely and not being afraid of it Mm -hmm. because I think that's what I was I was like I'm so afraid of it so I need to cling to this boy when really I should just have been like I don't have any friends. Let's make this work. Like, let's focus on Leah a little more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're such a social butterfly that I think people don't always think that about you, you know? And so, That I was lonely? Yeah, like, I think from yeah. people on the outside, people would never know. So I also think, like, what you said is some people think of it as such a negative thing, and there's, like, this stigma around loneliness as it's – like this bad thing or something's wrong with you. And I think that when we're lonely, we like start to internalize that maybe it's just because people don't like us. And I think that's a lot. Like, I feel like that was who I was in high school. It was like, nobody likes me. I have no friends. I fucking hate it here. Blah, blah. I was like the emo loser kid. Um, But you start (gasps) to, you start to like tell yourself that you're not likable and that's why you're lonely when that's just not the case. But then once you do that, you fall into this cycle of like how you, go in like a person who's lonely isn't going to go into a party and like light up the room and like Mm -hmm. bring all the attention to them they're going to go in and they're gonna it's going to change the way that they interact with people I feel like yeah um and so so much of Brene's podcast is talking about um the way that we interact with people is how grounded we are as people and I feel like both of us um are people who are super self-aware and super confident in who we are, wouldn't you Mm -hmm. say? Um, But being grounded is like the idea of like knowing your worth and knowing what you bring to the table, which is what makes it so much easier for us to like 
walk up to someone or walk up, not that it's easy to walk up to someone, but like walk into a party that I don't know anybody and feel comfortable making friends. Yeah. Um, I yeah, because like just, just because you get a no once doesn't take anything away from who you are and what you do. You know what I mean? Because I remember, mm-hmm. and especially like being like from swimming and like being an earlier athlete, I remember when I was younger, I was like, if I don't swim well right now, I'm going to, like, I'm not, no one's going to like me. You know what I mean? Like, I would just determine, like, my success is equal to, like, how people like me, which is, like, not the truth (laughs) at all. Like, it's, like, who you are as a human. And, again, what you said, like, what you actually bring to the table. And it's, (laughs) like, again, like, I really think thinking of loneliness or, like, being alone, maybe not loneliness, can be used as a positive thing or a negative thing. Because think about it. If you go into a bar and get a drink by yourself, that's, like, kind of a baller move. Like, that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, you look like a bad fucking bitch. Yeah, but I remember the couple of times that I did it when I, like, went to go get dinner by myself because I was like, I'm not going to sit in this fucking hotel bedroom by myself for, like, four weeks. I went out to, out to do it the first couple of weeks, and I was like, I look like such a loser. No one's going to want to talk to me, blah, 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 blah. But in reality, I look bomb as hell, and, like, so many mm-hmm. people came up and talked to me, but I just kept being, like, Mm-hmm. I look like a loser. Yeah. That's why they're talking to me. Right. And um, Brene also talks about, I should like get, we should get like commission on her podcast. I feel like I talk about her so much. I know, but right? she talks about as someone who's lonely, you walk into a room feeling like you have to connect with people, but you're really searching for validation. So if I don't know them and I want them to like me, I'm going to walk in and I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that they like me. Um, rather than walking into a room knowing who I am and, like, trying to connect with people on a deeper level. Like, you don't make friends by trying to impress people. You just don't. Mm -mm. Um, Mm -hmm. You make friends by, like, genuinely connecting with people and opening – like, I feel like – Maybe I'm like tooting my own horn a little bit, but I feel like I'm a very – we both are. Do it up, Look at this podcast. Um, Like, an open book. Like, if you ask me a question, I will answer it almost like whatever I don't care what the answer is I don't care if it's embarrassing and like people respect that and you connect with people in such a deeper way Mm -hmm. um but going and I feel like this all ties back into dating and dating apps and connecting with people versus like getting validation from people oh yeah for sure and I think also that's why it's like so important to and I as I mean we started the podcast this way like the first question you asked, like, I am so fast to judge people, especially on dates. Like, if this guy's not handsome, does doesn't have a six pack, like, I'm not going on a date with you, which I've learned from, and I don't do that anymore. But I think it's so important not to judge people because, like, you shouldn't be thinking about, when you go on a date, you should not be thinking about the next step. Like, you should just be going on a date to meet this person. Like, don't have, don't start thinking about, like, oh, what if I want to date him? Or, like, what if I'm going to get married to him? No, no, no. Like, you're literally I do just that. going. I do that. Oh, sis, me too. I was like, what is my wedding dress going to look like? What about the ring? Where are we going to go um, for our first trip? You know, like, but it's, like, so unhealthy, and I know we're all part of it. And even if you do judge, I would just say, like, go against that thought and still go on a date, even if he's, like, or she's not exactly your type. Because it could just end up being friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. like being a real authentic connection 
Yeah, that goes back to the connection versus validation part. If you're just on dating apps for, I feel like so many people go on Bumble or go on Hinge, uh, not really Hinge, but like go on Tinder just because you want to compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes you feel validated or less alone, but then you don't actually connect with that person. And that's, I think, where people burn out of dating is because you're just doing it for validation. You're not doing it for yeah. connection. And then it's just like a cycle of endless dates, which is... I feel like I'm hitting my, <laughs> I feel like I'm hitting my mark on endless dates, but that's what I feel like is probably my problem also though. Yeah. And I feel like it could almost, I don't know if I'm taking it too far now, but I feel like it could be treated like almost as an addiction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe no, it have, is. It right? is because you're, when you're doing these things, you're getting like the serotonin or you're getting whatever it is. Is it dopamine? Is that a fucking yeah. stupid thing to say? That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Or like getting, or, or like even getting the adrenaline of like getting ready and going on a first date. Yeah. You get so hyped up and then it's like, I don't know, you just dwindle out when yeah. there's no, no connection to it. Yeah. And I think this is like going back to our point of it, like being lonely and being alone And this is such a cliche and it's like what you hear in every fucking movie and every podcast and your parents probably say it, but like you got to be comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm. and it's okay to put yourself in those situations where you're like, I'm going to be by myself because I need to learn. Like our, well, Olivia's roommate, my old roommate, last time I was in um, New York, she was going on a trip by herself and I was like, oh my God, like let me connect you to all my friends in LA and she's so amazing and so dope and so confident that she was like, you know what? Like, no, like I'm going to be by myself. Like, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is so cool. Like you fucking go. You go girl. Because I've never actually like, of course I've moved by myself, but I've never actually gone like on a trip to myself where the goal is to be alone. By yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, like often when I go on trips, I see 1 billion people. And when I come mm-hmm. home, I'm like, I'm so burned out. I can't even think like what even happened on that trip where I think it's like really healthy to dedicate that time to yourself. And I am, if I honestly think Miami has been the best thing in the world for me because I'm never by myself and I hate being by myself, but Miami really forced me to be by myself. <laughs> you know, like so I would really encourage people to find that time to be by yourself, like go for a run, whatever it is you can do by yourself and be comfortable actually being by yourself. Mm-hmm. And again, um, I know that's so cliche, but it's the fucking true. No, it really is true. And I think um, it's so easy to say, like, be comfortable being alone and do these things. And I honestly think not being lonely, like takes practice, but I also think It takes a lot of self-reflection to be like, okay, well, why am I lonely? Like, I could have the greatest boyfriend in the entire world, blah, blah, blah. I don't, but if I did. And, (laughs) um, but I could be lacking, like, the friends aspect of things. And that's why so many times I feel like people in relationships who, like, the only thing they have is each other. Mm-hmm. often get stuck in that relationship because they don't have the support system outside. Like, they're lonely and they're missing, like, the friends aspect. Which yeah. because it's just, like, you have to really sit down and think about who felt, like, this is so embarrassing, but I've done this. Like, 
make, I did it this when I was drinking wine and listened to this podcast, like making buckets of like each different kind of loneliness, like intimate, whatever. And like filling each bucket with who falls into that category. Um, and like, if I'm feeling a certain way, who can I call on to like refill that bucket for me to like, feel like I'm not, yeah, the bucket's not low or something, which is like probably a little bit social worky, but I promise you it's so helpful. And no, it I shows think... your social networks and like who you can lean on and how you can lean on them. No, bro. I think it's smart because again, when I moved here, I was having such a hard time like finding genuine friends. And I think I would just like judge them because I'd be like, oh, they're like, she she's not like my friends. Like she's not like Olivia. She's not like Tess. She's not like any of my friends in Denmark mm-hmm. or New York. But then I, like, took a step back and I was, like, wait, like, I'm not, I don't want her to be, like, Olivia or anyone else. Like, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, she is a friend in whatever sense she's a friend, whether it's just, like, social, like, let's grab a drink here or there. Mm -hmm. And now I found, like, other friends that are, like, the close friends that I can actually lean on in in Miami. But I'm also, like, a a friendship should happen naturally. Like, you shouldn't be, like... It shouldn't be forced, you know what I mean? So I mm-hmm. think it's smart that it's just, like, recognizing what different friends give you because it's also, like, we all know – like, we you never want to change a friend. Like, I never would want to be, like, Olivia, you are – I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't – you know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. would never – that's not how a friendship should be. Like, you should accept them for who they are. So, like, you know, full circle sort of thing. Yeah, full – I – this is probably a little bit – off track but I was talking to someone the other day and I was like if you had to kill somebody and hide the body who would you call and no offense you were on the list and someone goes you could only bring two people Uh and they were like Leah and I was like no and they were like why and I was like I was like because she would laugh the whole fucking time (laughs) and so it's just like it's like so stressed yeah and I was like I I had thought about it. I have two very specific friends in mind for very specific reasons. And it's, <laughs> it's like, okay to have those relationships and know those relationships. And it's important to notice when you don't and like make plans mm-hmm. for how you want to find them and mm-hmm. who you, what you value in a friend to make mm-hmm. sure you don't feel that way. Yeah. No, but. totally. And I, I don't, yeah, no, I just think it's healthy to, again, recognize that because I feel like when you try to fit those friends into the wrong squares or whatever it just doesn't work and you like leave from whenever you've hung out with that friend like feeling unsatisfied anyways right. so it's like you got to just be like oh this is just my uh, let's get a beer once a month friend like let's just chit chat and like i'm not going to talk about mm-hmm. i don't know my parents divorce seven right. years ago you know what i mean yeah <laughs> and i think going back to being like well i don't know how how to do this. Like, I don't know how to just be lonely. And I feel like that's something work does so much to me. It's like, okay, you have all these ideas. How are you going to make them happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like if someone is truly so lonely or you feel like you're lacking like certain things is like after you leave a friend, writing down what you liked about that like interaction, what that person, what you liked about that person, what that person like you feel like gave to that situation. And maybe what you didn't like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a way for you to, like, sit down and kind of look at 
the world, (laughs) the world, Mm -hmm. your world, way to look at your world. Yeah. And I think instead of like running away from loneliness, loneliness, Mm -hmm. which again, I want to hunt, that is me, me, baby. Um, I think it's a better, I think it would be way better if we lean into it. Like, again, there's nothing wrong with it, but like I would get like anxiety if I was by myself, like I would literally be like, I need to see someone every single night. I need to have a beer with someone every single night. Mm -hmm. And I would just like run out of steam at some point. You know what I mean? Like I was like stressed. Like I would have, you know, like it's like Mm -hmm. fucking prioritize yourself because if you don't prioritize yourself, no one else will. Mm -hmm. So get to work people. Snaps for you. Yeah. It's like when we say a breakup and just like sitting with your feelings, it's the same with loneliness. Only sometimes they feel like, Loneliness is more actionable than feeling sad, mm-hmm. but that's maybe not how most people feel, but that's how I feel Yeah. about it. No, and I feel that. that's the fucking tea. I feel like we were just so deep and I like forgot we were doing a podcast and, and just, we were just <laughs> talking to each other about <laughs> those things, but I thought that that was wonderful and I hope you learned something Yeah. from us. Yeah, wow. We just (laughs) talked for so long. What? Go, sis! Um, If you want to learn more, seriously, go listen to Brene Brown and your life will be changed. Maybe maybe let's try to get her on. So if anyone knows her personally, please forward her to us. That actually might be a good plug, too. I was thinking we're in the process of trying to come up with who we want for guests and different topics that you guys want to hear. So... I feel like let's network a little bit right now. And if anyone knows anybody, you should slide into our DMs and let us know who would yeah. like, legitimately be a good person to have on. Not you assholes who keep dropping your own names. I don't have time for that. Yeah. So let us know. I feel like that mm-hmm. could be fun. Yeah. We care and about you. More- we care about what you want to hear about. So let us know. Yeah. The more you engage with us, the more we can engage back. And like, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Get the conversation going. Um, Close to the, yeah. All I right. That's well, it. I know, but once again, this week's episode was sponsored by, it's kind of a fun story. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to them. Be sure to go over to their Instagram and then you can get your own because the launch day was actually today. Whoop, whoop for them. well when they when you hear this it will have been last week but oh true whoops well we'll be sure to put it on our instagram so as we just said be sure to interact and help us out here party people (laughs) okay (laughs) that that's all for now like subscribe share and peace love blessings Bye, bye Big shout out to our guy Wesley for producing this podcast as well as the music. Be sure to give him a follow on Instagram and Spotify.